do you queer, 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 queer what I queer, do you queer what I queer? This is Dick Way! Hey Tom. Elliot. How are you? Good, how are you? I'm fantastic today. Thanks everyone at home for tuning in to Do You Queer What I Queer. That's Tom. That's Elliot. And together we are Dickwick. How are you feeling? I'm feeling good. Um, this podcast always makes me feel good. I like doing it. I like yes. editing our episodes. I like totally. Um, but full disclosure, like today's a weird feeling day. <laughs> yeah. Um, Tom and I both have some odd energy. Yeah. To say the least. So we'll. Luckily, this episode is a fucking ton of fun. Yeah. Exactly. So don't worry about us. If right it now. can cheer us morose assholes up, then <laughs> I hope it can cheer everyone else up. Before we get into it, yeah. as per usual. We should talk. We should just gab. Hi. Some chatty gabbies over here. Chatty gabbies. Chatty Cathy's as usual. I have some ideas. Okay. <laughs> I have some things I've been thinking about. Have you? Um, and this this goes with what I had said last week as well. Um, accompliship. Yeah. Um, it's a word that we bring up again and again on this podcast, on this show. Um, we learned it from Jeffrey McNeil Seymour. Um, who is a guest on the show as well. Uh, and basically the difference, like the difference that Jeffrey has outlined for us between allies and accomplice is an accomplice is someone recognized by the community. Accomplice isn't something you can you can call yourself. It is just something you are. Correct. Whereas you can call yourself an ally. Correct. There's a time and place for both, of course. Like an ally is like a first step. It's not enough anymore, but it's a first step. All to say, going on what I said last week about how it's time for a lot of straight folks who support queer community, maybe internally, to do so externally. Um, I was thinking, for everyone out there who who knows some straight folk that they know would support but haven't yet, I think we should maybe just send these people a message. Like, I don't know what your thoughts are on this, Tom, but I think that, like we should just maybe reach out to folk and be like, hey, the community would can, can use your voice. The community can use your yeah. your audience that you have, right? It's probably easier than you think, too. I know that we've probably said this before, but it just requires a little post, a little shout out. Right. Like, your voice is probably stronger than you think it is, and people are looking to you. Mm-hmm. You, specifically, who's listening right now. Straight listeners, you. yeah. Yeah. So... I'm just wondering if there's something you can do, a post, um, a denouncement of straight pride, a denouncement of neo-Nazis getting police protection, any little things like that. It, it, it's it's probably easier than you think. Totally. And this is what activating privilege might mean for a lot of people is that, um, like, so, so as queers, like Tom and I ourselves have kind of dug ourselves into a little bubble where a lot of people in our circle are queer as well. And a lot of us share the same ideology. Yeah. Um, and to have a straight person who has a group of straight people who have like a slightly different ideology or slightly different um, exposure to maybe queer things, like it might mean more for a straight person in that crowd to even do something small and just to show people around you, hey, I, I actually need to be vocal or I should should care about these things. Mm-hmm. Is that fine to say? Is that too preachy or self-righteous? Um, I don't think it's either of those things, but I guess I'm the wrong person to ask on that. <laughs> <laughs> echo chamber, echo, echo. <laughs> Um, okay, cool. You just said something that made my blood boil, Tom. Nazis <laughs> with police protection? Um, so hopefully you all know this already. I'm not sure if you do or not. Um, but if you listen back last year, actually to the day of this podcast, I was lucky enough to go to Detroit Pride, which was one of the most fabulous things I ever had the pleasure to do. Um, because it was so, uh, richly diverse, 
uh, tr- truly diverse. No one at at Motor City Pride looked at all like me, or which is um, like a cis white man. Yeah, it's tricky in Toronto because there's Pride is for maybe for um, cis white men to really revel and um, celebrate and be entertained. Well, you're being ironic. Obviously, Pride is for like that is been taken over. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, definitely. Um, so, and then just, I just got back yesterday from Cleveland where I had a ridiculous fun time celebrating my 3300th birthday. Happy 3300th, <laughs> you dragon. Um, so I was quite, um, upset to learn about the news that neo-Nazi protesters had disrupted Detroit pride celebrations. Um, and what's worse is that they were given police protection. So the police weren't protecting the folks in the parade who who directly stand like by threat of violence because of the because neo-Nazi of these ideology. people who were yelling, fuck you, faggots, <laughs> and peeing on things like the Israeli flag and other things like that. Like full swastikas everywhere. If you can, you can see. I'm sure if you just look up the videos, you can see it. But as the police are, you know, protecting the neo Nazis walking down the street just outside of the gate to where the pride event was, people were recording it on their phones, and you can actively hear them saying, "Why are you protecting these people? Like, why are you protecting these violent people instead of us? Instead of the community that needs protection?" Obviously, that goes without saying. So the cops aren't even pretending like they're not fascists anymore. No. Um, and also, too, it's something like like we always talk about false equivalency arguments, but like there. Okay, so sure, maybe you can make the argument that a neo-Nazi's life might be threatened at a pride rally. I think that's right. I think you should be afraid for your life if you're a neo-Nazi anywhere. I think cool. you should be allowed to be beaten yes. senselessly. <laughs> I don't even care about that. Okay. But it's different than being queer because being queer is just existing in the world. Yeah. Being queer isn't showing up and putting yourself putting on some sort of mask to to entice violence like these people one side is like aggressively violent yeah the other side is trying to exist the logical conclusion of one side is genocide and the other is existence coexistence Mm -hmm. anyway um i got all that information and those videos from pink news if you want to go ahead and check it out yourself uh, I'd struggle with giving it any more time yeah. other than the two minutes that I just gave it because actually, fuck you. Yep. Like, we don't need to focus on these hate groups. There's actually a lot of good going on for Pride Month. It's true. It's just it's good to rem- just have a little blip of a reminder of it, of why Pride exists, of why we need to be outspoken and accomplices. Yep, totally. In a time like this, if you're cis and white and listening to this, there are people who you need to be standing up for too. You, you also, we also, you and I, Tom Elliot, and Elliot, yep, can be better accomplices too. Because if you're not doing that, then you're quite possibly helping those neo Nazis. So just think about that. Not cute. Also, Tom, I'm going to ask you to turn down your personality. You're just like way too zany and fun this I'm morning. Sorry. <laughs> it's I'm like sorry. it's hard to be in a room with you. How fun <laughs> you're being. Tune in to keep tuning in. We. Start talking about our mussies, and then it all unravels. From it gets there, zany so. and, and amazing, and Matt Sweet's a delight. Um, before and and on the note of positivity, with also a tinge, a tinge, a massive tinge of political anxiety. Um, so th- I want to just return to something I spoke about, I believe, two weeks ago. Now was the missing and murdered um, Indigenous women and girls inquiry. Um, so everyone can head on over to 
M-M-I-W-G-F-F-A-D-A.ca. Um, and I'm going to draw everyone's attention to the specific calls for justice, because this is something that I hadn't spoken about when I brought it up. Um, and I think it deserves just a bit of attention. Cool. The caveat that there's over 230. So like, okay. I'm just going to read a few. And the reason I want to do this is, um, of course, because it's important and also because it draws attention to the fact that queer issues and um, Indigenous rights issues are one and the same thing. Like, um, yeah. like of course, being queer and Indigenous, like it's like hyper-marginalization, if that's even possible. Um, and I don't mean to say that just because you're queer, you understand the subjectivity of someone who's Indigenous. Um, however, I'm going to read what it says here on the website under Calls for Justice. <clears throat> As the evidence demonstrates, human rights and Indigenous rights abuses and violations committed and condoned by the Canadian state represent genocide against Indigenous women, girls, and 2SLGBTQQIA people. For everyone listening who doesn't know, I'm just going to read out that acronym as it means. It's uh, Two-Spirit, Lesbian, Gay, Bisexual, Transgender, Queer, Questioning, Intersex, and Asexual People. These abuses and violations have resulted in the denial of safety, security, and human dignity. They are the root causes of the violence against Indigenous women, girls, and 2SLGBTQQIA people that generate and maintain a world within which Indigenous women, girls, and 2SLGBTQQIA people are forced to confront violence on a daily basis and where perpetrators act with impunity so this just i'm dovetails off what you're saying as well the impunity aspect so then they go the steps to end and redress this genocide must be no less monumental than the combination of systems and actions that has worked to maintain colonial violence for generations a permanent commitment to ending the genocide requires just addressing the four pathways explored within this report namely historical multi-generational and intergenerational trauma that's one two social and economic marginalization Three, maintaining the status quo and institutional lack of will. And four, ignoring the agency and expertise of Indigenous women, girls, and two-spirit, lesbian, gay, bisexual, trans, queer, questioning, and intersex, and asexual people. Um, Thanks for coming along. Thanks for listening to that. Go check that out. I just want to read, for time's sake, I'll read two of the actual calls to action, specifically for um, 2SLGPTQQIA folk. And again, like... These are specific to those people for calls to justice, just which draws into how these systems of power are massively oppressive to all folk. Um, so the first call to action for for this specific subgroup is fund and support greater awareness of 2SLGBTQIA issues and implement programs, services, and practical supports for 2SLGBTQIA people that uh, include distinctions-based approaches that take into account the unique challenges to safety for 2SLGBTQIA individuals and groups. Um, I like this one, so I'll just read it. Eliminate either-or gender options and include gender-inclusive, gender-neutral, or non-binary options, for example, an X option on reporting in all gender contexts. I won't continue. This is just to say, like, this is the bare minimum now. Like yeah. this is a human rights issue. This is the bare minimum. Um, I know I'm sorry. I know I've already talked about this, but I'm going to circle back just because I think what we talk about in this podcast is feeling lost without actionable, uh, actionable direction. Definitely. I always feel that way. And there's over 230 yeah. in, in the MMIWG report. So look at it, Great. uh, pull those into your life and enact them, especially non-queer, non-indigenous folk. Uh, Hey, we're looking and we're listening and we're waiting very yeah. patiently, but my patience is growing thin. Right. So, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> no, no. Thank you for saying that. It's important. It's hard. Thank you. I appreciate um, it. It's probably easier than people think too. I, totally. Yeah. Especially like that last one, like it's clerical. Um, may I, one more thing in yeah. this episode, 
Um, I mentioned doing cocaine personally. Uh-huh. We never give trigger warnings. <laughs> we probably should. Trigger warning um, all of all kinds for this episode, but especially drug use. Um, and I've never talked about this on the show before, so it might catch people off guard. Um, I, I did battle with an addiction to cocaine. Um, four years ago, I quit and I haven't touched it since, but I was battling for a number of years with this addiction. Um, and I guess in some ways that never stops, but just when I, I flippantly mention it, and I realized that I've never spoken about it, so I figured I owed it to the listeners. Mm-hmm. More to come maybe on that. That journey will be disclosed later. Yeah, I also... Uh, thank you for sharing that. That's very brave, Elliot. I'm so brave. Um, <laughs> no, but <laughs> seriously. Thank you. It is. Um, I, so there's talk of hookers in this episode, too. And so I should just say... Um, I, I apologize. I, I, I have a group of friends... And for many years now, we've called ourselves the hookers. <laughs> I this realize pre- that's very out of date now. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so there is there is reference to the hookers. We are, of course, not talking about sex workers. And we're not talking about making fun of sex workers either. It's just some name that stuck. And so I guess I, I apologize for that. Thanks for, thanks for bringing that up. It's just because... Matt talks about when the hookers met Jesse and I for the first time, and that might throw people <laughs> yeah. off as well. So it's good to have that context. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Is apologizing the right thing to do? No, I'm not apologizing. Like, You're just preparing. Apologizing doesn't matter because there's no action behind that. I don't think we're going to stop calling ourselves the hookers. Right. And also, I mean, like. People and who can- am I apologizing to? Right. Yeah. This was this was pre-sex work. Like, this was before people were more sensitive to the potentially violent power of language right um and you recognize that is it good enough we're not <laughs> no, sure yeah. but it's not gonna change <laughs> right after you call it action okay um, <laughs> that's your non-actionable item Thomas. yes um and the last thing that i do want to touch on which is fun is that this thursday june 13th uh the dickwick team is of course going to drag up your pride yeah uh put on by varvera entertainment and that's of course at the upper house and you can get tickets now at easytix.com slash drag up your pride. And of course, we're going to see Nina West, Tony Banks, and Wannabe, the Spice Girls tribute band. It's going to be so fun. I can't wait. And if you go, you can see us there. Tap us on the shoulder. Yeah. Um, say hi. Say hi. Um, anyway, this episode is is cuckoo bananas. We hope you love it. Don't <laughs> listen to it with children around, as, no. per, as per usual. <laughs> and get ready to cackle wildly if you're in public. So um, Here's Matt Sweet, everyone. Yeah, yeah, whatever's coming. Like, yeah, that's good. right in my face, basically. Like this? Pretend yeah. you're Christina Aguilera. <laughs> Matt fucking talent. sweet. Here we are with, with Matt, Matt Sweet, sweet. <laughs> creator and host of Facts, Fibs. Fibs, and Fairy Tales. You've heard him before on this podcast. It's true. I had a brief moment, just a little queef of a. Yeah, that was mostly edited out. Pout. Um, <laughs> a queef of a pout. <laughs> but you're back in all your full glory to yeah. really take us through it. Tonight. Oh my God, I can't wait. My yeah. pussy's on fire. Uh, so is mine. Oh, can I teasing. say pussy on this one? I don't remember. No, no, we don't swear. We're not allowed to say <laughs> pussy. <laughs> um, all right. Well, cunt, fuck, shit, damn. <laughs> We've been teasing your arrival for a very long time. We've so been we edging around Our your listeners arrival. are on edge. Right I always now. like when people do that for me because it means that when I'm disappointing, it's exactly what I wanted to be. You know exactly. what I mean? 
How often do you think? Like a lot. <laughs> like a lot. I, I don't talk myself you. up a lot, but people seem to really enjoy whatever this shit show is I got going on. Yeah. But then when I'm in a room with them and they're like, someone's like, oh my God, you have to meet Matt Sweet. And then they drag whoever it is over. And Isn't I'm that like, the worst? sup? Yeah. It's like, I'm not going to fucking perform for you, bitch. Don't, I'm not, I don't have an on-off button. Like, I used to, but bitch, I'm in my mid-30s. I have moved on. Well, one of your pieces yeah. of wisdom that you <laughs> shared when I recorded on Facts, Fibs, and Fairy Tales was that you don't fucking apologize unless you've hit someone with a car. A fucking man. So I that. like your bar of Uh-oh, standards. Oh, I've had to apologize to a few people today then. Oh, shit. Have you hit a person with your car today? <laughs> I haven't, but... It still I, horrifies me that you drive. I'm you not know gonna what? Lie. It's going to happen one of these days. Like, I'm not good at things. Right. Like, practical things. Yeah. Like, I don't know. So, so I am going to hit someone, and I just okay. really hope that they, I don't hurt them. But it, when that happens, though, like, apologize. That's the one time you have to apologize. Right. Yeah. If this episode disappears for any reason, it's because Tom went to court <laughs> and we had to get rid of evidence that yeah. he fucking committed a crime. Yeah. Jesus, Tom. Also, just to update don't, your don't listeners. Don't put a gay behind a, co- a <laughs> steering wheel. It's like, the DMV's fault. Yeah, it is. There it is. Yeah. yeah, I'm just updating your listeners that the, the tinkling you hear is me drinking vodka on ice. You yeah. look very suave doing it. He Thank walked you. in with just a little tiny little twink bottle. Yeah, it's like a to-go vodka. vodka for me. You and know, I'm it's really the exact ins- amount that I want to drink today. I'm really inspired by it and by you. Thank you. Yeah. I like to think, you know, if you don't bring a lot, you can't drink a lot. Yes. Because I've made that mistake on Facts, Fizz, and Fairy Tales, Tales a couple times where um, I would bring like a bottle of whiskey thinking, oh, we'll just have a cute couple drinks. And then we're shit hammered. <laughs> and... Suddenly we're like smoking weed while recording and drunk and I'm trying to be coherent and it's just a really good episode. Yeah, that's happened to us a few times as well. Yeah. Elliot always tries to keep my drinking at bay and yeah. I think it's rude of you. Yeah, it's like the equivalent of putting a Cheeto in a lock of a door. <laughs> Not my imagery, that's a meme, but I appreciate Cheeto the laughter. Cheeto in a lock, that's beautiful. Right? Before we like continue a... this, Matt... Oh, hi. Why don't you give us a little rundown of who you are and what you do? Oh, okay. Um, So, I'm a small town gay uh, who was once upon a time queen of the drama club in high school, Mm -hmm. which is how I kept people from beating me up every day after school. Um, So, like, cute. Yada, yada, yada. A couple decades later, here I am. Is that enough? That's no? all I, everything I nap and needed. <laughs> ah! Um, no, so essentially I moved to Toronto like a decade and a half ago or so, did a bunch of nonsense, um, and then the parts anyone would care about are, you know, I'm Mother Trouble of the House of Nuance, which is kind of a big deal in my life. Um, that house is kind of, we founded it, we did a bunch of stuff, and at this point it's kind of collapsed, and, you know, I like to say it's not closed, because I still like to show up to things and say that I'm Mother Trouble Nuance. I love a party at a broken down house. Hello! Especially with a deadbeat mom. <laughs> um, can you, for our for our straight listeners, can you explain yeah. what the fuck those words you just straight said Straight listeners, were? turn this off. No, yeah, like, what are you, you even dare? doing here? This we is a hate it. crime. We need all the downloads we can possibly get. <laughs> Don't turn away <laughs> our You guys get downloads? Women. Nobody downloads my shit. <laughs> we'll come to back to that it. later. <laughs> Um, Yeah, so Mother Trouble Nuance of the House of Nuance is, um, so if you've ever seen the show Pose or Paris is Burning or even uh, RuPaul's Drag Race, um, all of those have references to ballroom and what it is. Basically, it's like a competitive runway show, fashion, dance, party, art thing. Um, It's predominantly a black and Latino subculture, which is why it's weird that me as a white man 
is the mother of anything there. So that's we, if you want to dive into that complexity, we can later. But wait, but, can I just say a thing yeah. that uh, we need more white men in power? Honestly, I, I've always thought that. Okay, good. I'm just yeah. Are you the saying word. you're the Doug Ford of the drag scene? <laughs> <laughs> the um, I am more the Rob Ford of oh, the of deceased? the Toronto deceased. ballroom community. Yeah, mm. deceased, but when he was there, problematic. He was on crack. Oh, and on crack. Yeah, yeah. public shame. I, know, I put my face in a cracker too. Does that count? You've smoked crack. Uh, that's not what I said. It was a. It was a. <laughs> It was a bum crack It was a joke. sexual reference, Tom. Tom's hearing what he wants to hear right yeah. now. Tom wishes you brought crack <laughs> to yeah. this recording. He's just like, how the fuck am I going to get through this shit? <laughs> I just smoked on my crack earlier today. I'm joking. I do not smoke And that's crack. when you drove your car. Yeah. <laughs> Nothing wrong with crack smoking. Let's not get into the shaming. <laughs> Okay, yeah. back to back oh, right. to the real world. Um, so other things other than ballroom. So there's that, which is we can dive into if you want to. But um, I'm also a member of a mostly defunct group now called Barber Shears and the Sure Things, which is like um, it was kind of our answer to kind of the club kid experience in New York in that we were kind of party hosts. So we'd like get up into some version of drag and go do things at events and it was a super fun, creative time. Um, did that with some of my good Judies. That's amazing. I never knew that about you. Yeah. Um, um, I have to stop you for one second. My oh, cat right. is going to lacerate your Achilles heel. So, oh, I um, love that. Can we just, Jesse? can you can you cat wrangle? Can we have a wrangling situation? I think the cat's fine. Thanks. No, she's, she's a Is she known to make people bitch. bleed? No, like, it looked bad. That was a bad situation. Okay, all right. I'm so sorry. Please continue. I'm, I mean, I've lost track. What else was I talking about? Oh, the only other thing I do other than uh, the podcast is like I'm trying this new thing where I'm a writer sometimes. Um, so trying to make that work. Didn't work the first time when I wrote a memoir that no one wanted. Um, but then now I'm writing an urban <laughs> fantasy book. And uh, today I hit 25,000 words just before getting here. Congratulations. So, like, look at her. 25,000. Let's have 25,000 drinks in celebration. That's a good plan. Don't tell me that's that. really, really amazing. How many pages is that? Um, it Two. depends on the size of the book, but that's about like seven pages. Yeah. Um, like the average fantasy book is somewhere between... Seven pages? Yeah, seven whole pages. 25,000 words is seven pages. No, that's... No, I know. God bless her. She oh, God is, damn it. Thomas. She's not in the room today. It's a, it's a canvas-sized book. Yeah, it's <laughs> yeah. very big. Yeah. Um, no, so the average fantasy book is somewhere between 80,000 and 100,000. So okay. It's like kind of a quarter of what I'm aiming for. So we'll see. That's so exciting. Yeah. Um, is your memoir, like, on anywhere? Like, can our listeners Ooh. acquire a copy? Um, no. There are some excerpts that are available on... Uh, my website, thematsuite.com. <laughs> Yikes. <laughs> haven't updated that in a while, so maybe don't go to it. Um, in fact, today I found out that if people, if people are requesting to be on my podcast, it doesn't actually work because that's on my website. Oh, shit. And some people at my new job were like, hey, we submitted something. I was like, neat. Haven't gotten any mail. And so maybe people have been trying to get on this whole time. No idea. Oh, my God. That was an unrelated aside. It's a bait and switch. Mm, I yeah. love it. Mm-hmm. Um. Anyway, yeah, so some of the exper- excerpts of my memoir are there, but um, to be honest with you, at this point, I'm so far away from it that I hate it, and I just want to rewrite the whole thing someday. Um, That's part yeah. of the process, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, part of it. So when I wrote it, it kind of, it, it's called uh, How to How to Be a Fucking Unicorn, which, uh, long story short of that, it started because I was in a dark place in my life, and these people who are really successful kept coming up to me saying things like, oh my God, I 
was at work the other day and I thought, what would Matt Sweet do? And then I did it. And then I'm promoted. Now I'm the boss and queen of all things. And I'm like, neat. I can't get a job that wants me to use my brain. So then I was like, okay, well, what is the commonality here of my advice? And then I started, it started to be like a how-to book, like a self-help kind of guide. And then the more I wrote it, the more it became like a memoir uh, of my life. And whether people would get value from that or not, I don't know. But it was, uh, it was awesome writing it. So, yeah. Do you have a favorite vignette from it? Oh, shit. Um, we can circle back if, if that's... No, it's it's just that the one that I would tell you, I think I, I've already told you before. Is it your dick-sucking smoker dick? Oh, no, it's not that one. Oh. <laughs> oh. I don't know if you have then. Oh. Okay, cute. It was the Killarney story. Have you... Has, is that familiar? Uh, um, I know it because you've told it on your uh, show before. Ah, uh, that's right. I don't think we've heard it on Dickwag. <laughs> Hit me with it, please. Okay, cute. So, once upon a time... Uh, Matt Sweet was going on an adventure and it was Thanksgiving and a friend of mine, he was always quite depressed around this time because his uh, sister had passed with negative consequences. Um, and so he just like needed to get away from, from his family. So we went to Killarney National Park, Provincial Park, whichever it is, um, which is in the north end of Ontario. And uh, we get there we drive all night we get there at like midnight we set up this tent and like i'd had a miserable day so we're just like i'm in a like angry mood and we had a bottle of little penguin wine which i essentially chugged in about four seconds after we get the tent up and it's really dark and we can't see shit so we're in this tent and it's really cold because it's fucking thanksgiving and we're snuggling and it's so cute. And then like I feel that he has a heart on. And then I like <laughs> rub my butt against it. And I'm like, <laughs> And up until now, like this guy and I, like we had had like a weird, mostly unrequited romance in that like I was really attracted to him, but like nothing had ever kind of come from it. I think he'd kissed me once and that was it but he had one of those like smells like he had a cologne that was like distinct and like mm-hmm. even when i smell it now it like i'm taken back to this dude right anyway so we're in this tent and i'm like rubbing my butt on him i'm like oh my god <laughs> um and then like oh no his pants are down and oh no his dick is in my hand and i'm stroking it and then it's like in my asshole and we're fucking and um it was well, when I get fucked, I'm loud, okay? So I am taking this dick, and it is a healthy size dick. And we didn't really have any lube, so like it's like only spit and push that we're doing. And I am like giving Ooh. it, like, oh, yes, fuck me, you know, like that. <laughs> anyway, so we have a good time. He comes, I come, we all pass out. And uh, the next morning, we wake up and we open the tent and we look around, and we are surrounded by tents on all sides. And there are parents with their very small children, like, in front of their tents, glaring at us. They hated us so much. And I was, like, horrified. So we, like, ran to the washroom to do our morning business, ran back, and I've never dismantled a tent faster to get the fuck out of there. Mm-hmm. And that's my Killarney story. It's the perfect, like... It- story that represents you as a person yeah like she's gonna do it it's gonna be a problem and get the fuck out Uh uh-huh did you leave his cum in your ass overnight yeah probably just cute like keep it inside elliot that's the question you asked that's my takeaway that's a great question i'm just wondering because in the morning are you like squelching out his cum like yeah no i've never been much of a squelcher like when i've taken a, a load in my butthole 
I like to keep it in. Cute. That's yeah, cute. It's I very s- Valentina. I'd like to keep it in, please. It you know what I mean? It feels <laughs> intimate. That's yeah. kind of where I'm at. Like anyone who's just like, I'm going to squirt it out. I'm yeah. like, oh, then why did I give it to you? Yeah, right. right. Ew. Yeah, how no, dare I, you? I agree with all that. <laughs> like how dare you return the gift of my seeds so yeah. soon. Yeah. Hilar. Is there a certain hour limit that we'd prefer? Like, what do you mean? No, it just stays in there until like you. Right. Honey, you're I absorbing it. It's all I don't protein. Extract bed. it in any way. Sure. Okay. Yeah. Fair. Yeah. You, you have like a really messy poop the next day. Right. Oh dear. But like you know, it's mostly fart. Cute. Okay. I'm glad we cleared that up. On that note, I would love to know what everyone's color is today. Oh, cute. That's I have so that cute. answer. Let me. I got to go to my notes. Excuse no, me. no. Excuse me. You can't. I wrote it down because I had a great answer. Okay. Oh, do I get police. to go first? It's supposed to be in the moment, right? I'm in the moment. This was an hour ago when I wrote this. Continue. <sighs> God, you're such a bitch. <laughs> All right. So my color is a tremulous pink. Oh, my God. <laughs> it wants to be a bold, badass red, but it's afraid. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> what is it color. afraid of? Um. So... I'm going through this time in my work right now where I I am in a place that has possibly unlimited potential. Um, and I'm frankly terrified of that because I don't really know what to do with it. But I'm like, yes, I'm a queen. But am I? Mm-hmm. You know? So that's what my tremulous pink is all about. But you know you are. I, I struggle. I yeah. struggle. Confidence and me have had a complicated relationship in the last few years. So uh, mm-hmm. we're working on it, you know? She's Beautiful. not 22 anymore. She is not just like this unbridled white woman free in the universe. Now she's an aged white man, and it's terrifying. I hear that. <laughs> I am picking up what you're putting down. Hello. Is your pink also tremulous? My pink is extremely tremulous. <laughs> my pink is trembling. Tom, what's your color? Uh, my color is a um, uh, a light bulb on a dressing room mirror, yellow. <laughs> Like, it's, like, dull but bright. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, no, it's I like, do. And it's in a dark room, and it's just, like, I feel like a fucking star today, kind of. Beautiful. I just feel like, fuck yeah. I was really excited to come and record this segment tonight and living my life. I got some, like, twink twink last night. How was it? Oh, it was You know great. I want to know. We great. have to talk about great, that. It was great, yeah. What was, so what was the best like, part of it? Um, the best part of it was this shocking announcement. I I hope I have to be I, actually whatever. He's who cares if he's listening. This twink is taller than me, which never happens. I'm the tall person. Mm-hmm. Um, and as we were fooling around, it became pretty clear to me that he is a top. I love a Sally Field switch. Interesting. Which is so so strange. Mm-hmm. So he just kept on like talking about like me riding his dick, and um, I, I mean I certainly wasn't going to do that. But Were you not prepared? I, but I will. Were you not prepared for that? Uh, I I would say that I was prepared for it. What I'm asking is, I know you you're douche, asking. I, I didn't douche, but I don't. I've never really douche. Are you not a douche? No. <laughs> <laughs> She's a dirty Dolores. So Dude, I'm, get I'm, it. I'm ready. She's so, so next like time, the and 70s. I, I think there will be a next time because. Mm-hmm. Um, he didn't bore me. And, yeah. Uh, and that's your one thing. And he loves Survivor. So. <gasps> My only. Need in a man? I just had to. Like it was. You know. He learned English from watching Survivor. Interesting. That feels. Isn't that crazy? Incorrect. <laughs> no. No. Like that's how we started to learn English. I'm shook. My yeah. question for you. Did you eat his ass? Mm, of course. Question. Of course you did. Yes. A nice stinkathon. <laughs> what are you asking me right now? I'm asking you to, to talk about how it was. Eating his ass? Yeah. It was, it was, it was great. What flavor was it? 
Um, what flavor was it? You know what? I'm I'm, I'm sad to say that there was no flavor. Oh, it was like a church oh. wafer. A church wafer. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like cardboardy and like kind of religious. Right, but you were just happy to be there. I was so you happy felt saved to be there. By the I felt, you know what? I've had a like really rough relationship with my sexuality of late. Yeah, and I really feel like I'm I'm overcoming some hurdles. She's yeah. getting her groove back a She's little. She's reclaiming bit. her time. She's getting them cookies. Get them cookies. Get them cookies, and <laughs> she's enjoying herself. Hence the uh, the star light bulb. I'm really proud that. of you. Thank you. I'm not proud of you, but still get it. Wait a second. You are proud of me. You're just you know you're that I that. am, but I can't say it out loud. <laughs> I will say just quickly for the listeners, Matt Sweet is one of the first people I ever met when I moved to Toronto. True story. He was my server at the Rock and Roll Diner, which no longer exists, about yeah. f- almost 15 years ago. 2003. Nope, 2004. Yeah. And he was the sassy fucking gay server with purple hair at the time. Mm-hmm. And Ooh. I was like, who is this man? And I think Sorry, that would have been 2003 then. <laughs> no, I, I, I'm too young for that. Incorrect. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, it was just like, who is this sassy gay man? I have a feeling he's going to be in my life for the rest of my life. And unfortunately, that was true. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know who I feel more sad for. Honestly, we're both herpes. So it's yeah, all sad. It's not true, yeah, that's both true, of that's us. True. Like every once in a while, while, you're like, oh, hey, girl. But then you're like, oh, her again. You know? Yeah. That's us. You well, mean when I look in the mirror? Either of us. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I have two things that I want to say to your color story. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, first thing is I think that we should develop a like a tasting chart for asshole now. I think that's important. <laughs> I, like that's a great idea. Somewhere between like uh, the notes of a wine, like mm. smell of wine, but also like um, like in coffee when you see the different beans and it's like the acidity <laughs> and like <laughs> the region and like ooh, this asshole oh, is really tart. Yeah, exactly. An exactly. Oaky. Thank you. <laughs> it's got an oaky finish. It's got a hint of. <laughs> A hint of almond. It starts cherry. (laughs) It ends tobacco and ash. Can we please (laughs) put our minds together and we need to have this done? That's a great idea. I mean, it'll be really easy for us. PDF, yeah, that's true. That's merch for you guys right there. I don't know what it is with but a it's sliding something. scale, yeah, or like a fridge magnet you can like move. The thing. <laughs> What's my asshole taste like yeah. today? Oh. Periodic <laughs> table of ass. The that wasn't very clever, <laughs> but you're a, on the journey. Yeah, a you for know? effort. Periodic yeah. table of ass. <laughs> can you tell him a star? What's your color, Elliot? Um, yeah. sorry. Second thing that Ooh. I wanted to say oh, to your oh, to your color yeah. is that I love that you're those um you're those stage light bulbs like around yeah. the mirror in the dressing room, yeah. correct? Because like. It's not good without other people. Like, you're outing yourself as a community-oriented person with that analogy, and I think that's quite beautiful. No, uh, then I should fix my answer. Oh, okay. It should be clear that I'm in a dark room, and it's the only mirror. Okay, okay. Yeah. Like, it's a single light bulb <laughs> one, mirror. One mirror with several light bulbs. Oh, oh see, you're I the heard entire, one light bulb. You're the yeah, no, no, I'm the color of those light bulbs. I understand. But the image I'm giving you is... Right. You, you are like an aged me. performer getting ready to go out again one more time. What'd you call me? <laughs> you heard perfect. what I said. <laughs> um, my color, I'm going to just not be obnoxious today. It's fucking tangerine. It's just like so. absolutely fucking tangerine. so tangerine. Yeah. Did you say tangible? No, I said tangerine. No, it's, I it's think. tangibly tangerine. It's tangibly yeah. tangerine. <laughs> Why though, girl? Um, Take us on that because, journey. Because so I was, I had a pretty big deadline due yesterday and I went through all the stages of grief because I was sure that I wasn't going to get it in. I was sure mm-hmm. that my life was going to fucking end. It was all my annoying things that I do twice yeah. a year at deadline seasons. Um, 
and I got it in and I'm actually happy with the product and I feel good. And oh, we both got something in last night. Yeah. Oh, and God. I, yours was way more fun though and probably Sorry, tasted on. better. And I, um, <laughs> I'm just, I don't know. I'm just happy to, to remind myself that I can do things that I don't think I can do. Um, and then also I'm so fucking excited for this. So that's why I'm fucking tangerine. Oh yeah, I just like have nipple like like orange slices on my nipples. Is how I feel. I I'm, will be honest. You are wearing more clothing than I expected you to be wearing for this. I don't know why. Yeah, I just feel like you're like in layers, and I'm like, what? What's, what's going? Why isn't your what's balls? Happening? He why usually records out? naked. And yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I have a stirrup. Like, yeah. Then I just <laughs> <laughs> right, and you rest the mic right on your belly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or I have another insert that just goes in my ass. Oh, that's so cute. Yeah, and my arms get tired. Yeah, yeah. What else is I my get whole that. Honestly, my one arm is exhausted right now. Yeah, holding this be. microphone. I'm so oh, sorry. I'm so sorry, both of you. I, I'm I'm happy to hear that you're tangerine because when I walked in here tonight, before Matt got here, I was a little I was a little bit concerned about yeah. what you were going through. Today's been a day for sure, but like I still did a thing and I'm happy about it. Okay, yeah, bitch. Yeah, my moods are unstable. You know? Mm-hmm. No. Well, yes, I do. <laughs> what? <but> like, <laughs> hi, pot. My name is Kettle. So don't worry about it. Also, I apologize for the coughing. I'm getting over a faggot cold. I apologize. Did you hit someone with a car? No, I can't drive because I'm a real gay person. So then. Oh, don't apologize. Mm, yeah, it's the one rule when I'm in the room. Mm-hmm. So. Okay. I'm just going to go. edit that. This has been a great episode. <laughs> Listen. Have a good night. Matt, we have a question for you. Oh, Christ. We have a very exciting, like, cute season three thematic question. Oh, great. great. Can you ask it? Because I don't remember to the To drop your way. Yeah, so the question yeah. for you is, what helped foster your queerness in your life? <sighs> wow. Okay. So I thought a little bit about this question because I got it in advance. That's a secret of uh, showbiz Shh, kids. Don't tell them. Um, and I was trying to think like, what is it about me and my queerness that like, where did it all began? Began? Where did it all began? It's a good question. <laughs> um, you some writer. <laughs> I done right good. <laughs> Yeehaw. Um, no, I was thinking about like the beginning of my queerness. And, and so I was thinking about the sort of, when was it that I kind of identified parts of myself that I wanted to kind of actualize and uh, weirdly this is the the story that kind of came out of that and I don't know if it's the exact right moment but it's the story I'm going to tell you anyway I'm so, so ready I'm in stirrups <laughs> Jesus <laughs> so the first night I ever went to a gay bar uh, it was Buddies in Bad Times here in Toronto I was living in Pittman Hall at Ryerson University, which I is like just down the road. Too. Yes, Queen. Come on, Pittman. Are there lots of twinks there? Um, mm, mostly not when it's I was like, there. yeah, no. Well, I mean, they're there, but there was it's, a lot of like interior design girls with like yes, soft curls who okay. like yeah. took their like cement yeah. dorm room and made it something else. Kind of like that scene in Tuang Fu where they like make over the hotel room. That's exactly, like, I worked so it's many It's fabric white... on the walls, but it's fabulous. There was you know? a lot of white women who did that, exactly that to their yeah. rooms. When I was Weird, there. they were all white women. It's yeah, so yeah. strange. Yeah. Um, yeah, anyway, so I was living there and uh, it was time. It was like, okay, I'm going to go to a gay bar for the very first time. And I think I went, did I go by myself? No, I didn't go by myself. I went with some other like, Gays who had, like, been gay for a little while. I had just recently declared myself to be an official homosexual. Congratulations. Uh, Thank you so much. (laughs) Um, It was so hard for me. So I'm going to this gay bar, and we're in line. And at this time, I had bright blue hair, because in first year, there's this idea in... I went to the tech program at theater school, 
And there's this idea that you kind of have to differentiate yourself to be known. And once you're known, then they that will help you get better gigs later on. And so I became the kid with the hair. Guys, I changed my hair like every two weeks. It was brutally bad for my hair, but whatever. Anyway, so I had this bright blue hair and I go to this gay bar with some friends of mine. And I am shitting bricks. Like, I'm, like, my body temperature is, like, up and down. And I'm, like, this is this is too much. I'm not ready for this. But I'm here. I'm in the line. I can't leave. And so we get in. Calm I, and cool, as always. Yeah, so fucking chill. Uh, cut to me now. I'm, like, I don't do lines. <laughs> anyway, you don't do bars. Or going out or existing. Anyway, so I get to this bar. And we pay our cover. And right behind the guy taking the money is this drag queen who sees me and is just like weirdly drawn to me and she starts singing things like, I'm blue without you. And like sings to me the whole time while we're in line going down to the coat check. She follows us downstairs. I finally get my coat checked. And then it's like, oh, now I have to confront her. Like I can't avoid this. And so she keeps singing at me like songs about blue things. And then she like grabs me and like runs her hand down my chest and then grabs my dick. And I'm like, ah! <laughs> and she keeps singing. She's like, oh, does the, the carpet match the drapes? And I'm like, I don't know. And I literally run away. Consent yeah, was, was different Dude. back then, it was, right? Honestly, it was the was 90s. It, oh, okay. it, it wasn't. It, was, it would have been 2003. But again, it was the 90s. It was a different time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, so that happened. And then I go into this gay bar where um, this is before I realized what Buddies is. This is back when I thought it was just like all the kinds of gays together instead of absolutely not. Yeah. Um, but at the time, I was like, holy shit, it's just like queer as folk. <laughs> and so... <laughs> Can you stop coughing in the middle of my fucking story? I'm not Christ, sorry. Bitch. Beep, beep. So like I go in and I just, I can't, I can't do it. And like, I'm, I, I try to be in the center of things and I just, I get overwhelmed in crowds sometimes. And I felt that anxiety starting to come out of me. And so then I was like, okay, I'm going to go like chill on the sidelines for a little while to like get my shit back together. And it just, it never really happened. Um, and eventually I just like, I, I, I had to, I had to leave. And so I, I left. I didn't tell anybody I was leaving. I get outside and it's raining because that's like how pathetic fallacies work. Yeah. And so I'm walking home from this first experience with a gay bar, just like feeling so overwhelmed. Rain is like pouring down on me. And I'm just like, I'm not going to lie. Maybe a tear escaped, but I don't cry. So how dare you? <laughs> um, and I'm walking down Church Street and I get to this one part of it. And there's this... Um, I was going to say prostitute, but I'm sure I'll be harangued for that. So there was a sex worker walking on the street. Don't roll your eyes at us as you say that. <laughs> you specifically, baby. Yeah, fair, fair, fair. Um, so there was a sex worker on the street with a big umbrella. And she was like, hey, baby, do you want to share this with me? I'll, we're going to walk the same direction for a while. I was like, that is the nicest thing anyone has done for me all night. And we didn't talk much. She just walked me like a block in the rain under her umbrella. And then I get back home and like was kind of like this this human being again. And so bringing all of that back into the point of your question, I think for me, that is a really pivotal moment for me because it showed me the power of being a performer. It showed me that drag queen maybe did a bit too much for me and, and put me in a, a headspace that was not what I needed. And so from there... I didn't really ever plan to be someone who was kind of in front of things like being mother trouble is 
magical and beautiful and being Barbara Shears is beautiful and magical. But those have never been kind of goals in my life. And yet, because I found my way to those spaces, I tried to make them as safe for people as they could be um, and tried to like never make people feel like they were in a position of threat, which is a very long winded answer to your question. Well, no, and that ties in nicely to the second part of it, which is how are you then going to foster queerness in others? And I guess you answered it a bit, but can you elaborate? My answer is to, I'm just going to yell faggot at everyone and grab everyone's package. Just like fucking go for it. Oh, you stole my answer. (laughs) (laughs) We need more hate crimes. Um, Yeah, no, the answer to that part of the question, (laughs) we need more hate crimes. That's a t-shirt. No, I think in terms of sort of bringing that into the universe for me, it has always been about creating space for people. And like that's despite the complexities of being the mother of a house in a in the ballroom community who is white and getting a lot of national press, despite the fact that we'd only been doing it for 12 minutes and other people have been doing it for longer. We always, always tried really hard to create space for everyone else. And even at the balls, like we tried to make categories so that even the like drunk white girls would have a reason to come on stage. So they didn't have to come up for the parts that they weren't ready for. Yeah. And they didn't understand. Um, that's why the category of hairography was born. It was like, okay, white drunk girl, come whip your hair about cute, but let the real girls Vogue though. Interesting. Yeah. Hmm. So that's kind of, I think how my queerness is actualized and kind of what I've tried to do with it. Don't I forget love about what answer. you do with your podcast. Well, yes to that. Oh. Before before we get into that avenue, because that's a whole thing I'd love to explore, <laughs> your story has um, made me think of something. Hmm. There should be a drag queen. We could yeah. maybe collectively actualize her name, Pathetic Fallacy. Like, <laughs> P-H-A-L-L-U-S-Y. Yeah, no, I'm with you. Yeah, yeah. It's she's really literary, she's weepy, she's dramatic, and she's, like, tempestuous, right? So yeah. she can convey... So, Elliot, what you're saying, you are the drag queen. Yeah, that sounds like nothing I yeah. want to be. But as soon as it came out of your mouth, I was like, I pictured it on you. I feel like it's very much your, like, your, your literary... <laughs> You should launch your book and Pathetic and Fallacy pathetic at the fallacy. same moment. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I just, I don't want to have to, like, read smart things. Right. Yeah. Right. That's, like, your thing. No, yeah, for sure. So, like, <laughs> yeah. do you stop at, like, um, pamphlets or cereal headlines, boxes? Baby. Headlines, yeah, that's Headlines fair. only. Mm-hmm. CP24 Honestly, like, I tend to think HuffPost is garbage, but everywhere else wants me to pay money, so... That's I'm going to get my news from HuffPost. That's you know fair. what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Headlines only, though. Just read between the headlines. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'm sorry. I derailed your really good transition, Thomas. No, uh, no, twist. that's fine. It's, you just queered it up, which I uh, <laughs> applaud Thank you. you. Uh, who needs transitions anyway? There is no fucking referees, babe. That's what you taught mm. me. Babe, <laughs> do whatever the fuck you want. Uh, and you do that on Facts, Fibs, and Fairytales. <laughs> yeah. Which is like, I... Your podcast does something very different than ours, and I'm thankful for that, because sometimes ours is a fucking downer, and you always give me a hard time for it. You're like, yeah. find the joy, Thomas. But I think you guys, you have it, you have it, fuck me, I'm getting drunk. You guys <laughs> inhabit a, sta- a space that's really important, because for me, as someone who only reads headlines, like, you're the people I look to for news, and honestly, Uh-oh. this period where you've Tragic. not been around, Tragic. I've been like... Um, I haven't heard something devastating about being gay recently, and I don't know how to live my life. Yeah, just because it's all news stopped when we stopped. So yeah, no, I like I just assume everything's oh, fine. Everything was fine. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah Brunei yeah, yeah. is just carrying. It's so on. great. Something about Ellen, but like you guys will They're tell me when it's time. You know what I mean? 
Yeah. yeah, it's safe around the yeah. world for yeah. days because we stopped talking finally. Yeah. That's, why that's what I It was, there. again, white men's fault. Yeah, exactly. Um, but no, so I think with the podcast, like my approach to it, because it, it really came about, and I feel like I've, I've repeated this many times, but fuck it, you're listening. Um, it, the podcast came about when I wrote this memoir and I sent it to a bunch of agents trying to sell it to them so they could sell it to a publisher. And they said, essentially, like, no, you're not famous and no one cares about your memoir. And I was like, ouch. They're like, maybe get a platform and then it would be possible. And so I was like, well, what the fuck can I do? Because all of the things that have kind of given me this, like, weird level of my boyfriend likes to say I'm Toronto famous because everyone on the streets like, oh, my God, there's Matt Sweet. And I was I always have to be like, hey, babe, don't know your name. Um, like that, and that he thinks that that's impressive, and I'm like, I guess, but it doesn't do anything for it me. Doesn't sell memoirs. <laughs> no one gives a fuck about my memoir. Um, anyway, Gates so then afford books anyway. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, right. <laughs> so I was like, okay, how do I get this platform? And you guys had just started yours, and that's when I was like, oh, well, that's a thing. Like one of the things I do whenever I meet someone new is I Barbara Walters them. Which is like I just ask as many inappropriate and intense it's questions so as possible. so funny to be around for those situations. And yet you read me for it every oh. fucking time. And I won't stop. <laughs> can I have an example of the kind of intrusive questions one can expect? Yeah, like, and Matt Sweet picks it. Like, he won't do it to everybody. Like, he, like, targets in on someone for whatever reason. I, like the Jessies of the world. The... Well, no, I think he would leave Jesse alone. Like, he picks up on who Jesse's wants. too dreamy to pick on. Maybe Aww. who wants. Oh, God. You heard what I said. Ugh, I changed my color to vomit. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you, <laughs> sorry, Jesse. Uh, no apologies. Um, you hone in on people who maybe aren't Jesse, who want to. Um, yeah. Who want to be as who play the game. as you are. Oh, I see. Okay, so you're not like. Right, that makes sense. Yeah. Unless you are making some people want to. It has happened. Um, for example, I feel like the first time I met these two, uh, Jesse and Elliot, I was kind of an ass um, and like aggressive about it. Um, so it does, like, Barbara Walters can go two ways. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, but, I don't remember the first time I met you, if I'm going to be quite honest. Yikes. Um, I was it's one of my great regrets because, like, you guys are good people and, ugh, I was kind of a dick. But don't talk fine. about Jesse that way. <laughs> <laughs> I'm uncomfortable. Um, but no, so to go back to your, your question, which is, like, the an example. So it's sort of like I just, I get exhausted by, like, oh, and what do you do? And, like, mm, yes, what I books are you too. reading? Yeah, yeah, yeah. For me, it's like, okay, well, what does your asshole taste like? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know. Colombian you know, oak. When you win a million dollars... What charity will you give $5 to? Like that kind of thing that's kind of going to, it leads you down the path of a conversation that can kind of go anywhere. No, I think that's fabulous. But it it forces people to think. It's usually sexual in nature. Yeah, almost always. I'm glad you didn't do this with me. I want to answer everything that you're saying. You just didn't think you were interesting enough, maybe. That's fair. Yeah. Yeah, that was probably true. I would put $5. To be fair, when when you guys met, (laughs) <laughs> me and my whore hooker group, we were all um, very loud. <laughs> okay, wow. Wow. You hooker. Um, we were all loud and aggressive, and you guys, I suspect, were just like, what the Christ is this? Because we're all like being cruel to each other in the most loving way possible, right, because right, that's, right. for me, that's how friendship works. Yes. Same. Um, and like, you guys were just standing back looking like um, terrified, terrified puppies. This episode's going to be a to edit. Yeah, good fucking luck. That's why I don't edit, babe. The <laughs> episode you, could Bib, be 45 minutes or an hour and 45. Who fucking gives a no, shit? I mean, just all the stuff you're saying, I'm like, oh, no, we can't include that. Yeah. Um, no, I'm joking. I'm joking. 
Um, but yeah, no. So anyway, blah blah blah. That's kind of where it all came from. I Barbara Walters people, and I was like, oh, I could just do that and record it. Yes. And then that creates a platform. Of course, what I did is I made a podcast about fucking, yeah. um, which means I have to get secrets out of people, which means they don't want to publicize it. So. Right. It's just me, and that's why my podcast is a little teeny little guy, and Cute. he's doing his best. No, it's amazing. But um, yeah, it is. It, it's uh, the challenge of it is, of course, like how do you get the word out there? How do you grow an audience when you can't get the people who are on it to promote it? Right. Which oh, is tricky. True. I never even thought about that. Yeah. Because of the sex aspect. Yeah, because there's people who are nervous about their jobs. Like I recently had someone say they couldn't be on it because their voice was so distinctive. Mm. And oh, I was wow. like, oh, okay, wow. And like for me personally, like I I just don't feel that way. I mean, but also like yeah. if you want to find me on the internet, you're gonna find me on the internet. So yeah, exactly. well, and also like with Andrew Gerza's disability after dark and Brady and Jeremy's turn me on, like there's a whole wave of like podcast dedicated to like opening sexuality mm-hmm. and like making it less taboo and like your podcast of course doing that and there's a certain point when there's going to be have to be people kind of on the front line putting themselves in those situations in order to normalize it because we all fuck and well except yeah. for people who don't fuck and that's also <laughs> fine but we can talk about fucking like there, I don't and that's kind of my belief like it, for me it's about I think shame is such a motivator for so many people and it's definitely been a motivator in my life I've tried to do my best to like excise that demon but it is fucking work man and the mm-hmm. more you just like put your shit out there the less you have to fear because I've always been someone who believes in controlling the narrative so if I'm telling the story you can't tell it for me yeah which is why I will tell everybody about all those times I had limp dick I will let them know about it just so that when they have sex with me they're not like surprised when my dick's like hey. <laughs> <laughs> is that's, that its voice I've never pinpointed but that's exactly how I feel too I want to tell the embarrassing shit about me so that you don't have a chance to. Or if you do, it's a retelling of what I've told you. And it's not as good. And I'm still in control. And (laughs) of course, no, it's never as good. Okay, so twist my arm. I'll tell you guys this fucking embarrassing story that I have. (laughs) Finally. I feel very, very pressured. Um, Let me pour more vodka. My boyfriend was out of town. Timothy is his name for this season. Oh, Timothy. Um, I love that guy. Yeah, Yeah. so Timothy was out of town. and uh, I. Does he have a huge dick? He has a really nice, like, average size penis. How does it curve? Uh, no curve, straight. Twist. Straight Is it and narrow. in the center or just at the top? Girthy, it's the same girth all the way through. Mm, how's the corona? Ridged or like tucked in? Uh, Good lord, Ridged Matt. enough. These questions are ridged enough, nice vein action as well. Okay. And like enough foreskin that it glides Ooh. nicely. Yeah, it's a very, very perfect deck. I love it. Girl, I love an uncut. Yeah, me too. I also love an uncut. Pass. Um, but all, all dicks, all dicks matter. Um, <laughs> oh, Jesus. So, Another yeah, t-shirt. Awful. Something you guys else need to up your merch game. Awful, I'm awful. saying. Um, so, Oh, okay, so I'm sick with the flu here. I'm pretty sure I'm dying. I'm uh, just writhing in bed. And then my boyfriend is flying back, and Timothy's, like, really, really horny. And he's mm. like, I was hard on the plane because I really want you to piss in my mouth. And Aww. now I've been trying to get him into piss play for, like, a super long time. Um, but he's finally down, which is awesome. But I'm That's sick. a journey, though. If you're a shy peer. No, totally. Girl. Well, I... I would be I doing the peeing. I love this. Um, so, but here's the thing is that I'm sick and like dehydrated. So I tell him like, I need to pee first in the toilet and make sure it's not like bright yellow, like sick piss. Cause like that's What if he's into that? Upsetting. Did you even ask? Just drink four big glasses of water. So I did. Fine. So, okay. So I peed in front of him and we checked the like opacity of it. Sorry. Oh God no, damn it. No. Pause. What? Pause. What? I need to know the details of that. Okay. So, so you he, peed in front of him. He held my dick as I peed and we like checked and it was like. <laughs> 
it was pretty clear. It was fine. And and listen, so I've been trying to get him into oh piss play God. for so long that I don't want to turn him off at her right. first. Right, you just have to suck all the fun out of it first. At her first then. experience. Yeah, make it as yeah. clinical as possible. Listen, no, we've been together for so long. This is all hot. Like, this is, like, basically hot foreplay in my mind. Someone's holding my dick. Mind, Someone's like, No, he loved it. He's, like, holding my dick as I piss. Listen, he was so okay. horny. I couldn't okay. even touch his dick because he was going to come, like, right off You the didn't bat. tell us that he was holding your dick. Yeah, he was holding that my dick as I pissed. That makes it something different. That's okay. And then we checked it, and I was like, okay, now are you peeing in the toilet or into like the toilet this okay, time but cute. then so oh, we, time. we go back into the bed and rubber sheets i start fucking chugging water because i just peed so i'm gonna have to pee again like very soon um and then we're like fooling around i feel around. like that's bad planning you should have chugged the water before the piss check i'd been drinking like a lot because i was sick but oh, who okay. knows like where that water goes when you have the flu i'm a scientist um you should ask me yeah about it the body. sounds like you're a scientist um yeah so anyway okay so long motherfucking story short we then get back in the shower well, we get into the shower um, and I piss into his mouth, mm-hmm. but this time it's like flu, like iridescent yellow, and it like smells. And so, yeah, that's the right kind, right? Okay, so it's a, that's what you he, want in your mouth. He's yeah. fine with it. Like he like it's hot. Gargle and it. We babe. come. Yeah, it was great, and it was amazing. Yeah. Um, Live your truth. And but I so yeah. So long story short, uh, the opposite happened, and the clear pee came out first, and like all yeah. the like sedimented flu pee came out second. Sedimented. sedimented. It was like thicker. It was this like bitch went to college. Look at her. This bitch is struggling in college. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so that's my like cute, embarrassing piss story, and I'm really happy you guys could be here for it. But I'm, I'm not here so to shame to you, but that. get it. Yeah, it was really hot and really fun, and I think it'll happen again because the only other times we piss played, we were really high on coke, and it was not cute for anyone involved. So that's a lot. Yeah. Ooh, <laughs> welcome to my life. Really getting into it. I like hearing that story for the first time on the air because so many that, of your stories I've already heard. I didn't and, assume that was possible. Yeah, yeah, no, I no. kept that for me on purpose. Thank you. Yeah, <laughs> it's the equivalent of like holding in the pee for piss play. So it, it was, was very like, uh, sedimenty. <laughs> so I appreciate it. Did this happen like twenty minutes before we got here? Or? Yeah, correct. I'm, okay, cute. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Timothy's still like just getting like, it out of he's his mouth, jerking it off out back. Correct. Yeah. Honestly, I've been there. Have you ever fucked like in an alley, like for real though? No, I've never fucked in an alley. Maybe it's time. Just <laughs> Maybe it is head on over time. to Napanee. You know, I've never actually fucked in the bounds of the town of Napanee. For listeners, that's where I'm from. If you want to find my family. I like to roll those dice. You Do know you like I mean? alley fucking? You know. Fucking a guy named Allie, or I've never fucked a guy named Allie, but mm-hmm. like, oh wait. No, that wasn't his name. Was it? I don't know. People's names are hard for me. Yeah. yeah uh, me but too. no, I've never fucked. Uh, sorry, I have fucked in an alley. It was this uncomfortable experience with uh, a boyfriend of mine. He loved public sex, and he was the one that like yeah. got me, like fucked me in uh, High Is this Park. A Scottish guy. Scottish, yeah. yeah. Scottish yeah, I've heard about him on the podcast. Yeah. Um, wait, can you do his accent? No, absolutely not. Was he ginger? No. Although he was basically the same shape as me in general, so it was kind of like fucking yourself, which I was really into. Um, <laughs> although I was hairier than he was. He was like basically a, a dolphin. dolphin. Yeah. Oh my God, twinsies. That was really weird. Yeah. Look at us. That's unfortunate. Sisters. Please don't touch me. Dolphilia. <laughs> anyway, so um, he really loved public sex, and one day he took me into like an alley behind my apartment, um, and he was like, I want you to suck my dick, babe. Great. Okay, the bib. It's I don't know much. why. I like, love it. Look, no, I babe. love it. I, love I don't want it. to alarm you, but babe is a thing my buddy Will uh, brought into my world like a year ago, and now I can't stop saying it. Like, everyone's just like, babe, babe. It's the perfect punctuator. Babe. It's so good. Sorry. Anyway, 
He didn't say babe at the time because that was not his vibe. But he was like, babe, I want you to suck my dick. And I was like, <laughs> and then he was like, no, but like suck my dick. And I was like, <laughs> OK, uh, so I dropped my knees and I'm sucking his dick. In this alley, like, literally 10 feet behind my house. And, like, not an apartment building, but, like, a house that had been broken into units. So it's, like, obvious we're locals. You know what I mean? Right. So I'm sucking this dick, having a cute little time. He's, like, enjoying himself. And then this dude walks by walking his dog. Dog wanted in. And, like, I'm there with a dick in my mouth. This guy's obviously looking at me. Scottish boyfriend's looking at him. And I'm, like, wargo. Because I, like... What do you do? Do you take the dick out? Or do you preserve privacy by keeping the dick in? I love that query because in some yeah. ways you are like refraining from indecent exposure by yeah, keeping like, the dick in your mouth. Yeah, like it's more modest to keep the dick in my mouth yeah. than out. Yeah, of course. It's, yeah. yeah. Don't ever fall for that line, listen. <laughs> <laughs> Babe, just put my dick in your mouth. It's more modest. That's the fib in Facts Fib. <laughs> so wait, what did you do? I kept it in. And the, and guy, the guy just, just like kind of kept walking. Later, Scottish boyfriend told me that the guy had like nodded, like yeah. Like, but, yeah, I, yeah. I can't confirm that. That's awesome. Pussy pie. Yeah, yeah. He probably never walked his dog there again, or walked his dog there every, every day. Yeah, hoping to find us again. Absolutely. Yeah. Just assume everyone. What's a little... the alley? I want to go there. Um. No, no, don't actually tell me. <laughs> I don't live there anymore, so it's behind Pembroke Street. You know. Yeah, you I know. stayed over in your bed one night there. Oh, I forgot about that. Yeah. That's why I got bed bugs. <laughs> Everyone's uh. a little gay, so that was probably the best night of that dog walker's life. <laughs> I'm just going to say. Right? Yeah. And, like, at least now he knows what feelings he felt when he saw it. He didn't need to explore for it. Yeah. He could decide for himself, is this depraved and disgusting or hot? But yes. everyone, no one would... Uh, maybe I'm just fucked up, but I feel like yeah. everyone would be like, "Yeah, that's cool." Ha ha. Absolutely not everyone. Would yeah, definitely way. not everyone. Uh, right in bad. if you're listening. Yeah, it right is now. too. It is too bad. It is too bad. I think there's like an antiquated kind of um, Victorian sensibility about sex in this country that is really disappointing. Um, mainly, like, look, I don't need to fuck in public. I don't need to fuck on a bus or anything like that. Like, yeah. I think you know, there's a toke too far, eh. but. You know, like if I'm I'm in like a cute alley where no one is and I got to rub one out like, girl, let's all relax about it. If you're walking down a dark alley in Toronto at night, should you, you deserve just assume it. that that's where you're going to fall into? <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm very curious to hear what an asexual person would say in this conversation. Um, and secondly, I I get like ill feeling sometimes when I when something's like really gross. So I just assume that other people would also do that. Yeah. And like I don't want to make someone sick by seeing my naked body. So Circling are back you though, calling I... Matt Sweet's sexuality gross? Yeah. Whoa. I am nauseous right now. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I just want to circle back real quick. Do you have like an asexual phone a friend right now where we can just like call him up and be like, hey girl, we need a pin real quick. Absolute, absolutely. But I don't think asexual let me speak for asexual <laughs> I don't think they have a problem with other people's sex. <laughs> In their, their face, maybe, though? I this wonder. feels like this a dangerous a conversation for this podcast. I genuinely don't know. Yeah. yeah. Well, <laughs> that's, a, that's a learning experience for us this season. Yes, it is. Yeah, it is. Honestly, Jesse, take note. Find Jesse, an asexual. Jesse, do something. Jesse, I mean, Jesse wants us to wrap up, which we don't want to do. What? How, How dare, dare you? you? There's no referees in my podcast. <laughs> this is why I didn't hire a Jesse. Okay, let's go through some of our um, last. Let's go through some of our gimmicks. Shall oh, okay. We? I want you to have a look to your right. Yeah. And tell us what you see. Okay, so I see two pussies, and one of them is unfolding oh, before you're not me. Oh, pussy on this. I just said pussy, and I'm going to say pussy again. Jesse. Jesse, beep that. Jesse's sweating. 
Okay, so somehow there's two beasts before me. There's mm. um, a no, large... We asked you to look the other way, away from Tom and I. Oh. Wrong way, oh, yeah. Oh, sorry. It's Both are announcing their love of piss play, so that's kind of weird. <laughs> um, wow, that's so accurate. <laughs> um, so Miss Pamela... Uh, is living her best life. She's got a yellow hanky on that gives her like, yes, I'm a piss queen. You know what I mean? Um, she has, she's also wearing, I believe it's like Charmin brand, but I'm not super sure. Um, it's Bounty. but Oh, it's Bounty. Yeah, it's Bounty. That's nice. She's wearing some sort of plastic bag. I like to believe that it's like, ooh, it was rainy this morning, so I had to protect my hair, but not all of my hair, mm. just the hair around my face because she's preserving it because it smells good from the ass she ate the night before. Mm-hmm. She also has these like, um, <laughs> I want to say open sores that look like they... Um, I don't know. They're expelling some sort of stringy material. It's, I don't know, some sort of tapeworm gone very, very wrong and uh-huh. external. Uh-huh. And then next to her is um, another pussy wearing a shake and go wig that's obviously been through some things. Like she's giving you like, I'm Farrah Fawcett, but like after I was raw dogged by six men in the back of an alley underneath of a pickup truck. And so that's what I see. That's perfect. I'm obsessed. Yeah. I love <laughs> the really alley good. representation as well. I mean, tied all back together. Circling back. Circling you always got to circle back. But yeah. your hair is always so perfect, so it makes me assume that you never have sex in an alley. Oh, I've never thought of my. I'm looking in this mirror over here, like, what the fuck is this bitch talking? About? Is this that's perfect hair? Me. You have very, very nice hair. Oh, yeah. Stop. <laughs> I'm oh no, I've said too many nice things. Tom, just help. Sweet, yeah, I can't help it. Uh, <laughs> it's his only good quality. So go ahead. <laughs> thank, you. thank you, thank you, thank you. <laughs> Whew, circling back, you're a dick. <laughs> Not sweet. We have thank some you. questions for you. Oh shit. Okay. Listen, bitch. I feel very rushed by this. Just like as a heads up. Uh, yeah. Time is queer. We don't observe. <laughs> we don't observe your feelings. This isn't very queer of you, Tom. Do you want to start? Sure. I feel like the patriarchy is attacking me right now. That's exactly. Jesse, put down the weapons. Um, <laughs> okay, Matt. Ready? We're gonna. You're gonna have to. The point of this is to just <laughs> say your honest answer. Not okay. Th- not think too much about the. Question. I'm ready. All right. What's your favorite swear word? Cunt. What's your favorite body part? Ass. What's your favorite movie? To Wang Fu, thanks for everything, Julie Newmar. What's your favorite mythical creature? Sphinx. What's your favorite noise? <laughs> Who's your celebrity crush? Ryan Reynolds. Who's your queer icon? Oh. Willy Ninja. What do you wish you knew more about? <laughs> Fucking anything. What would your friend say is your best quality? Blank stare. Um, my laugh. That's cute. Ooh. Tom's mad at you. Um, what are you most grateful for? Mm, I'm most grateful, I think, for the. Oh God, I hate that Tom's in the room for this. <laughs> <laughs> I can leave if you. If I'm most grateful way. for the relationships I have uh, acquired throughout my life, Tom included. <laughs> What was that? Sorry. I, I uh, sorry. <laughs> Vodka in my throat. <laughs> what do you hate about straight culture? Oh, Christ. Um, anything to do with a woman who thinks that all gays should fuck. Totally. Yeah. Um, what's your queer superpower? 
shit. Um, my queer superpower is getting good answers to weird questions. And what's your biggest queer fear? Uh, that people will assume I'm a pedophile. And finally, what is your queer mantra? <sighs> um, it's not even about you. That was really, really beautiful. Yikes. And you. see, we didn't give you those in advance, and those are very, very yeah. those are good answers. Oh, thanks. I feel like Ryan Reynolds was my least good answer, but it's true. It's really? true. But he's so, like... He's funny and beautiful. Yeah, I mean, him and the proposal. Like, fuck me, raw. Yeah, absolutely. Anytime. Absolutely. Oh, maybe Whatever. Maybe see his naked ass in that photo. Ugh. In that photo. In that movie. <laughs> I've seen the photo. Tom only remembers <laughs> one scene from that yeah. movie. You've got the photo on your phone. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that movie was garbage, but sure. I was into it. Betty White? Take me anytime. Yeah, that's really fun. I mean, I would Ooh, watch Sandra Queer Bullock. Icon. I should have said Betty White. God damn it. Oh, that's really good. Cool. I knew Straight. I needed a white lady. Yeah. Yeah. White, white ladies. Yeah. Just <laughs> Sparkle up your dorm room. Actually, ooh, there's another merch opportunity for you. Just a shirt that says, white ladies. Yeah, that's true, actually. <laughs> I also need brunch. I love brunch. How dare you tease me with brunch? <laughs> I Let's... can see your pussy unfolding from here just with excitement about it. Yeah, these pants are pretty tight. <laughs> <laughs> My bacterial vaginosis. Is that what it's called? Yeah. It's wafting. You know what? I saw Captain Marvel not too long ago, mm. and your pussy was in that movie. That's true. Uh, which one? The cat. Yes. That, like, is, like, a squid monster alien. Yeah, 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 like, yeah. Like, that is your pussy. Basically, for yeah. sure. My bussy, though, or pussy? Uh, oh. I want to say both. I'm not ready to say bussy. You're not? I'm too old for that shit. What about shit. mussy? Mussy? Is that, like, a messy bussy? No, it's a man pussy, but I like oh. your imagination much better. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you've got a mussy, okay? I do not have a mussy. Here's another Babe. t-shirt. Jesse. Another t-shirt idea. It's just pussy, and then the P's crossed out, then it's bussy, and then mussy. <laughs> and then mussy. And then a just mussy bussy? Tom with a face full of chocolate on the back. And then a Holy picture of a brown shit. eye winking. Holy God damn it! This is all too much for me. You're hired. You're taking over merch I'll be the, corner. I'm the, I'm the merch man. Yeah. Ooh, that's a t-shirt for Merch me. Madness. <laughs> Merch man. It's gonna get so I have a question for you guys before oh, we go. Shit. Fuck you, Jesse. You're not my boss. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to know the name of your bussy, pussy, mussy, jussy, whatever. Oh. What's the name of your, your, your man, Vagine? Oh, that's an interesting question. Yours is not Pathetic Fallacy, Elliot? No, it's not. <laughs> if, I had, if I had to name it, its name would be... I want to say... Uh, I'll, I'll jump in first if you please, want. Please go ahead. I She's feel struggling. Like it's something that um, few people have ever entered. Ooh. And so my mind automatically goes to the Cave of Wonders. <laughs> it's like the giant, like, gargle, giant sand tiger. That's really, really, <laughs> really, really, really beautiful. There, you might find a genie inside, but you'll probably just die. I also like that someone has to go on like a quest for oh, the you two have halves of the quest. locust yeah. in order to get into it. Because there's only been about like maybe... And they need a diamond in the rough. Four people in it. You know what I mean? Only four? I'm so disappointed maybe in less. you. Even I've had more people in my mussy. <laughs> <laughs> See, when I now? say it, it sounds de- de- fucking disgusting. Same though. No, I like it. <clears throat> mussy. Um, so I'm going to have to say Christina for mine because I feel like <laughs> I feel like okay so a lot of people have been in it in the sense that it's pretty like well used and as far as like white mm-hmm. lady names go Christina is both basic but also enough to kind of catch your ear like oh. like my asshole's like like 
a little banal. Also, but also Christina like, is so religious in nature. Yeah, that's true. So it's, it's a it's a holy experience to get in my whole. Mm-hmm. I assumed say. your pussy was named Tammy, so like that's weird for me. Tammy's probably a good one. I do like Tammy. I can picture... Tammy be Christina's middle name? Yes, <laughs> the, Christina Tammy. The only reason it can't be Tammy is because I Christina saw... Tammy Brown. <laughs> I stopped smoking recently, so I feel like Tammy isn't fitting enough. Wait. Oh. Cigarettes. Okay. Yeah, like, don't worry. Whoa. Bro. If I ever stop smoking weed, I'll just be a puddle yeah. on the ground. Remember that time you recorded with me, me and then we smoked drugs and I was like, I, I, I gotta go. You were very coherent, but yes. I, I feel like that. I wasn't. That weed was fantastic. Oh my God, it was a lot. All right, Matt. What's the name of your mussy? Oh, wow. Um, George. George. Welcome to George. Oh, very you. Like, it's just, yeah, that's right. Yeah, no, the boyfriend recently entered me, and, uh, uh, yeah, like, which, like, congrats, because he's a confirmed bottom, and, like, you know, we did the job, Um, and uh, (laughs) I don't think either of us really, like, loved the experience, (laughs) but the experience made me think, you know what? His name's George. I want to shake George's hand and buy him a cocktail. I want to get to know him. I George wanna... is a beer man. You know what okay, I mean? Okay, fair, fair. I'm fair, not, fair. but George, George is. I want to yeah. throw a martini on George. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, extra <laughs> you know, dirty. Like, get really mad and throw. Yeah, yeah like, exactly. How very dare like, you? Eat the olives and throw it and then throw the glass into a fireplace. <clears throat> yeah. Fuck you, George. Yeah. 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 yeah, I love it. George yeah. is perfect. Mm-hmm. George, Christine, and the Cave of Wonders. That's <laughs> <laughs> our boy band. Honestly... <laughs> I don't know what that is. Is it a boy band? George, um, Christina, and the Cave of Wonders. It's, it's a. It sounds like a Harry Potter movie, of, but like After Dark. The, the Skinamax version. <laughs> <laughs> Still starring Daniel Radcliffe somehow, and it's big, thick, oh, meaty wish. dick. I wish. I saw that live action girl. That is a big, thick, meaty dick. Really? Jesse's like, we got to shut this shit down. But I'm like, I'm still talking. He's like, yeah. Let yeah, me tell you about his bussy. Uh, we actually have one more gimmick. Oh, yeah, for Christ's sake. It's our first time we've actually done this. I don't know what order this episode will be released in, but we're looking for a double rainbow. Yeah. Oh, right. Okay, I did prepare for this one. Whew. I keep forgetting people prepare. We uh, stop sending people you, things. I know. <laughs> it's Honestly, I wouldn't. You just you sent this really lovely email, which I did for, the, I think, the first episode of my podcast, and I was like, fuck this. Yeah. Now they get like maybe an Instagram message. It's like, come here, see you soon, bye. That's so George. It is Honestly, so George. George is my spirit queen. I didn't say spirit animal because I know that I would hear about it. Is spirit queen better? We're not spirit sure. queen. Is it better? I don't know. It's appropriating, but like fun. But is it? A, yeah. Okay. I'm really used to appropriating, but in a fun way. So it's kind of my whole thing. Uh, we never really got into the house of nuance, but that's what it was. Anywho, um, <laughs> episode two, and that's how you know I'm drunk. So. You asked for a double rainbow yes. in the last week. I yes. have two because dubs. Yes, I love it. So the first is um, my boyfriend, uh, who's a lovely gentleman and is often like very anxious about his work. Um, he got some disappointing news about a job he applied for, and he did actually get, but like it was a kind of weird thing where they, after the interview, split it up into two different jobs. And he was like, what the fuck? And none of them are the pay scale he was expecting. Oh. So today he was a fucking righteous queen and he went into work and was like, no ma'am, no ham and applied for a completely different job, sucked all the right dicks. I don't know if he's going to get it, but like he's on the path of like actualizing his destiny. And for me, that's like a really special thing. And I think that's really important. So for me, I'm very proud of him, which is why it's part of my double rainbow experience this Cute. week. I love that's it. It's very sweet and I'm uncomfortable. Honestly, I when I wrote it, I was upset about myself. Yeah. 
You the, just became a little more Christina and a little less George. Oh, God, I hate it. Yeah. I'd rather be a cave of wonders. I'm sitting right here. <laughs> oh, honey, no one saw you. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so the second half of my double rainbow experience is uh, a former guest of this this podcast, and also mine, uh, Miss Leah Canali. I was at her, she was doing a uh, cabaret kind of thing with uh, one of my exes last week, and she sang a song that she had written herself that honestly like shook my fucking core being. It was so beautiful and so magical. And like, it was a song about, you know, someone being on the brink of suicide and being someone who observes that. And like, I'm emotional thinking about it and it takes a lot for me to be an emotional bitch. It doesn't. I can see real tears listeners. This is for real. Don't don't look at me. Um, But like that, as a, a moment for me, because I knew, I know how anxious she is about sharing her work and how she worries about being enough. Like she, that was a beautiful, perfect moment for me. And like, that is such a win for anyone who's come near her. So that's my second double rainbow. Holy Who shit. That was really fucking right now? sweet. This is the real Sally Fields. She loves a Sally Fields oh. She Sally yeah. Fields implodes. See, on her Tom soul. likes to sell me as a raving cunt monster. No, you like to sell you as a Shut raving up. Monster. So do you. You don't know my life. My armor's as weak as yours. Yeah, I know. We all pretend that we're monsters, but secretly we're good people. Ugh. Do you want me to cut all of those truths that yeah. you guys just outed <laughs> yeah. for yourself? I don't because I don't believe in editing, but live your truth. Elliot, what's your dub's reigns? My dub's reigns is I'm not gonna say finishing that thing. Um my dub's reigns was Uh, I made really good friends during my PhD and I'm very used to uh, self-isolating because most people irritate the living fuck out of me and I don't Mm. have time for anyone, especially when they check in on me. It's like I'm doing my own thing. Just relax. Uh, Toxic behavior, toxic thoughts. So I'm changing that. Um, And I made a fantastic group of gag straight guy friends in my program and we have like knew any straight we have i didn't know straight guys still you don't look like someone who knows straight people i know thank you i that's a huge compliment um (laughs) but we have like a cute group chat and we like check in with each other and it's very like caring and kind and like supportive and we've all been going through it with finals and like this year has just been fucking hell for all of us um and i just kind of took a moment today to appreciate like the fact that we were able to cultivate this friendship. So that's my like dubs rainbows today. It's like double straight guy friendships. Can I, I'm sorry, Jesse. Um, (laughs) I just want to lean into that because I have to say, I recently uh, ended a tenure with a, 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 an employer where I was forced to engage with a lot of heterosexual men for the first time in a very long time. Yeah. Because I used to work in the arts where it's like, a straight man? What? (laughs) Because I was in dance, which was like very homosexual. Anyway, um, in this job, like I was forced to engage with heterosexual men in in a daily kind of thing. And we were able to forge relationships that I actually really value in a way that I didn't expect because like how dare straight men yeah, correct. come correct. into my life like this. Correct. How dare they? But here we are. Yeah. It's, yeah. yeah. It feels more, it feels more special because I'm just, I already have my hackles up around straight. Yeah. So, you know, I'm like, you assume straight. negative intent when maybe there isn't. This is the real queer lesson here. Shit girl. What's your so, dub's reign? Good one. I, I mean, 
She's going to be like, mm, I didn't hit someone with my car. No, I no. drove over a crowd of straight men. <laughs> yikes. yikes. Like, Sorry. yikes. Toronto. Yeah, yeah bad. Like, yikes. Bad taste. Sorry. But, um, <laughs> oh, didn't even make that connect. I didn't yeah. either until Tom hashtag Do You mean like on the one year anniversary of that? Okay, cool. It's, is it actually? I think tomorrow Ew. is. Fine. I gotta go. Oh um, my God, we have to cut that. I wasn't thinking. It's too late. We don't believe in editing. Yes, there are no referees. <laughs> Jesse. Jesse. Okay, listen. I, well, I'll make this short and sweet, much like uh, I think it's been six button. hours that we've been on. Yeah, this. I know it has. Uh, I've already said it, but last night was really fucking important and cool and sexy. I went on a date. I met someone who was attractive, who found me attractive. We hit it off. It was yes, lovely, bitch. and I gained a lot of like mojo, needed confidence from it. That's amazing. That not confidence that my shit. happiness should be. Um, directly related to someone else giving it to me, but I felt empowered by the experience. Yeah, whatever. that's what matters. It, that's important. That confidence thing, when it gets shaken, it is hard to recover from. Mm-hmm. I've gone through it a couple times in my life, and honestly, like, it's a fucking wild ride getting getting back to that place where you're like, I feel sexy, I am sexy, mm-hmm. and I'm worth something. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm there. I'm on baby. The, the first step of. Of Baby. what I assume to be a sprawling staircase. Well, I don't want to, listeners, turn this podcast off. <laughs> Tom, I'm here to tell you that oh, no. you are actually worth like a lot because you are a kind, loving, generous human being. Elliot, make him stop. And I will never repeat this, but I love you from the depths of my black heart and you're a perfect person because you care a lot and not many people do. I'm going to let you hold on to one of those adjectives. Only one. <laughs> so pick one and stick with it. Bottom. Um, Did I hear bottom? <laughs> well, on that note, since I'm the most uncomfortable I've ever been on this podcast. <laughs> um, Matt, can you plug all of your things that you want people to know about you? Please, oh, right. Like um, when you ask to be a guest on my podcast and it doesn't work. Um <laughs> So uh, you can find me. The truth is, there is an Instagram that is at facts uh, fibs fairy. Uh, there's also facts fibs fairy. Wait, facts fibs and fairy tales at gmail.com. I'm very drunk. Heads up. And uh, but really, like, if you want to find me, the truth is <laughs> at Mother Trouble. Just go down that dark alley. <laughs> just go down the alley at Mother Trouble on Instagram. You'll find me. DM me. I don't get a lot of people in my DMs, but if you wanted to throw me a dick pic or two, like, I don't really care because I care about asses more. I was just gonna ask our whole picks welcome. Whole picks are really welcome. Um, the other day I got a ho- well, other day I say George that is hungry. months ago I got an ass pic and it was like the best time for me and my boyfriend to be like, look at this ass pic I, I randomly got on pic. Instagram. I love a whole pic. Do you I prefer? Yeah. Do you prefer um, like a bubble butt outside pic or do you want a stretched open gaped Ooh, whole pic? I like a bubble butt over a whole pic. Okay. Can I just say yes to that? Yeah, you want <laughs> the whole thing. <laughs> the whole thing. Yeah. Whole. On that note, Matt Speed, thank you so fucking much. This has been. A true honor yeah. for us. Welcome to the three-hour episode of yeah. Do You Queer What I Queer? Din, din. Back it up. Restart it, everyone. <laughs> no referees. Note, um, please rate, review, and subscribe. <gasps> both Facts, Fibs, and Fairy Tales. Oh, I never and asked do for that. Do You Queer What I Queer? Because it's important. This is why I don't yet. succeed. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Take note. Check us out on Instagram. You can always email us at doyouqueer at gmail.com. This is a lesson in podcasting. Or if you want <laughs> shut up. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just joking. Jesse cut that. I did not tell my guests to shut up. He did. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> Elliot, finish this, please. Um, if you'd like to donate to our Patreon or our GoFundMe, we've become sugar babies recently. We're not too sure mm-hmm. what you'll get out of it. Yeah. But what you will get is the satisfaction. thinking about merch. This, thank you. Yes, definitely check out our merch. Yeah, thank you. Um, but you'll get the satisfaction of knowing that you're supporting a local queer initiative. Um, and so, or not local like, if you're not local. No, but like yeah. it originates here. So like, if yeah, but you, like, are you gonna take money from some like sweaty man in Argentina? Yeah, you're gonna take yeah, that. Absolutely, correct. Yeah, yeah I'll correct. take more than money. So oh. if you're, yeah. Uh, a tasty asshole so if you're listening and you can do that amazing if you can't not just uh, yes. drop us a little review and a rate it and a subscribe like and thank that's you. free bye oh, oh okay bye oh I wanted to derail more bye <laughs> do you queer 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 do you queer